Welcome everyone. Maximum Potential. This is episode two, Get God. So what is Maximum Potential exactly? Maximum Potential is making the most of your time, talents, and money. And I would add a fourth to that, and that would be your people. Maximum Potential is all about making the most of you and what you have. It's about living the best life possible for you, you and no one else. It's about living the life of your dreams now, not someday out in the future, but now. Doesn't mean you're going to achieve all your goals right away. Some of those are going to take some time, but you can have a great life and you can have it now. Maximum potential is not just about having a great life. It's about having a peaceful life, a peaceful life, a great relationship with God, a great relationship with your family, good health and prosperous finances. It means succeeding in all areas of your life. What it doesn't mean is life at the max is not running around at 100 miles an hour, draining yourself of all energy, living on caffeine or sugar or other substances to keep you going while your relationship falls apart. It doesn't mean having great financial success and having nothing else to show for it in your life. So if you really want to be successful, get God. If you want to have great relationships, get God. If you want to be healthy and fit, get God. If you want a peaceful life, get God. 3 John 2, I pray that you prosper even as your health and soul prospers. What exactly what is that saying? That's saying God wants you to have health. He wants you to be prosperous and he wants your soul, your mind, will and emotions to be prosperous and happy. So if you really want to be successful in all areas of your life, get God. And I get this a lot. Well, I don't believe in religion. Yeah, well, neither do I. And you know what? Neither does God. <laughs> when Jesus walked on this earth, he didn't even like religion. He walked into the synagogue and turned their ta tables over and said, how dare you take my house and turn it into a marketplace? So God doesn't really care for religion either. Some religions are good. They bring you closer to God. Some do not. Some of them push you further away or they put God in a box. Neither of those are acceptable. The second two, not the first one. Bringing you closer to God, that's what it's supposed to do. But you guys, God made love. Man made religion. Get God. Life with God is the only way to have a successful and peaceful life at the same time. I get this a lot. I have a lot of business groups online, right? Some I run, some I'm just a participant in. But I, I get this a lot and people say, Deb, fine, I want wealth, but I don't want God. I don't want to deal with that God thing. Well, you can do that. You absolutely positively can do that. But you won't ever get the peace part. You won't ever get the love part. And you won't ever get the health part. Those all come from having a relationship with God. God wants you to be successful and proper, prosperous in all areas of your life. You cannot really develop yourself fully. You cannot help others unless you're developed and you can't be a blessing to others. You can't live life at maximum potential without God. Can you do a whole lot of stuff on your own? Yeah. But can you thrive in every area of your life to the highest level possible without God? Not really. Can you go to a high level? Yeah. Will you go to all you could ever possibly be without God? No, because he can take you places you can't go. But to the people that tell me, I want wealth, but I don't want that God thing. You can have wealth without God, 
but let's take a look at what that looks like because here's a few examples, okay? And I'm not putting these people down. I don't know these people. These are examples from an outsider looking in, but they're an example of what having wealth and not having God can do for you. Kate Spade, clothing designer. Her business, $1.37 billion in revenue. Her net worth, about $200 million. Her death, suicide in 2018 at age 55. Another example, Anthony Bourdain, food and travel TV talk show host. His business worth, unknown. His personal net worth, somewhere between 1.2 and 16 million, depending on which source you listen to. His death, suicide in 2018 at age 61. Our last example is Stephen Bing, TV and film producer. His business was screenwriting, film producing, and philanthropist. His net worth, about 600 million. His death, he jumped off the 27th floor of his condo in Century City in 2020. That is just really, really sad. And I'm, I'm not making light of mental issues at all. In fact, the exact opposite, guys. The quickest way to recover from mental health issues, whether it's depression, anxiety, fear, whatever it is, the biggest way to recover from mental health issues is to get God. Jim Carrey said it best, and I'm going to read this so I quote it exactly. This is what Jim Carrey said, quote, I think everyone should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so they can see that it's not the answer, unquote. Wealth without God, if you build it yourself, you have to maintain it yourself. That can mean constant toil. If you build your business with God, you will always be blessed. Even when it doesn't always look like it or feel like it, there's always blessings on the horizon coming. And remember Deuteronomy 8.18. Remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth. God made you. He gave you your talents. He gave you your inherent skill set. It is up to you to develop them. One of the biggest issues I see with successful people, especially in their 20s and 30s, it's the balance between your personal life and your work life. Actually, this is not just for the younger folks. This goes from 20 to 70, to be honest with you. But there's that constant struggle where you either have money or time, but not both. And to some extent, we race to think that this is normal. Well, it's not, at least not with God. The internet and the information age have given us a time like no other, guys. Life is easier than it has been, ever been before. <laughs> this is a good thing. This is a bad thing. There's a lot more distractions. It's a lot easier to get lazy. We've made life almost a little too easy. And we don't have discipline and, and uh, fortitude anymore, you know, but not everybody. But when it comes to running a business, the barriers to entry to getting a business up and running are lower than they've ever been before. Anyone can run a business now. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> let me rephrase that, okay? Anyone can start a business. That doesn't necessarily mean you know how to run one. The good news is you can learn how to run a business. And based on my experience, it's much easier to teach someone how to run a business than it is to teach them how to do sales and marketing. 
And if you're online or moving online, sales and marketing are a must because <laughs> without sales and marketing, you really don't have a business. But um, I love T.C. Bradley's. If you've ever seen T.C. Bradley's show, God Made Millionaire, or read his books, um, one I think is just called Success. The other one is called God Made Millionaire. Um, he actually, um, you know, he has his sales and marketing budget. He advertises and advertises and advertises. But his biggest advantage, he prays over his computer and he prays over his business before every single launch. My advantage for my clients, do I do a lot of things? Yes. Do I cut their costs? Yes. Do I give them a gorgeous financial dashboard where they can monitor everything? Yes. Do I tell them what their numbers are every month, like what they're billing out, what they're collecting, what, whether they're making their minimums or not, what they need to do? Yes. Do I beat them up sometimes and tell them get off their butt and go get referrals and sales? Yes. But do I strongly believe in the power of numbers? Absolutely. That's what I teach for a living, guys. It's what I do for a living. But more powerful than the power of numbers is the power of prayer. I pray for all of my clients and the results are astounding. Last year in COVID, three of my businesses got wiped out. Wiped out. It didn't look good, right? One, a $10 million business turned it around in three weeks. It's now a 12 to $13 million a year business with better clients that pay better and don't discount their bill. It's better and stronger than ever before in her 15 years of doing business. Same with my other client. He's in the service business. By all means, all his competitors were hurting last year. We fully expected him to do really bad and, and not go under, but have a bad year and, and be hurting and struggle to make payroll. Not at all. Best year ever. Better than the most phenomenal year that I helped him get to. So the power of prayer, guys, the power of prayer, because I can explain some of their growth by logical reasoning, but some of it, when you get a client that comes out of nowhere and it's a six-figure deal for two years in a row, it's kind of what we call a God thing, you know? So let God into all areas of your life. Some of you know God, some of you may not, but it, it's still, I mentioned it earlier, it's amazing to me how many religions actually keep people from God. Either they got the middleman and you have to go through the middleman, or they teach you that he's a bad, harsh God when nothing could be further from the truth. If you read the Bible, the Bible's just one big love letter from God to his children, right? So will God change you? Absolutely, he will. He will clean you up and make you a brighter, shinier, more mature version of you. Will he force you to do anything? No, never, never. God gave you free will. You can do whatever you want to do. God's not gonna force you to do anything. He would love to guide you and show you a better, easier way, but that's up to you as to whether you take it or not. So you always have a choice. You can believe in him or not. You can follow him or not. You can believe his words or not. So many Christians know who God is, but they don't believe his words. Part of it's because they don't really read his words and they don't know his words. So but once you believe in God, you got to get to know the word, guys, because God never lies. And Jesus came to give you life and give it more abundantly. This includes your health, your relationships, and your finances. Psalms 23 says, Jesus, Jesus said, thou shall not want. It doesn't say thou shall not need. It says thou shall not want. God will give, her, give you whatever you want. So long as it's within his boundaries. You know, if you want somebody else's husband, he's not going to honor that, right? If you want to run a drug empire, he's not going to honor that. But you want a Mercedes? Ask for it. You want a Chevrolet? Ask for it. 
you're going to get whatever you believe for. So if you believe in the Mercedes, that's what you're going to get. If you want the Chevrolet and you believe for it, that's what you're going to get. So be careful what you ask for. Ask for what you really want, not what you're going to settle for. Stop settling. That just needs to end today. Stop settling. No more settling. Ask for what you want. So, you cannot have everything you want unless you believe. You have to believe, right? But this is an example. This is the weirdest thing ever, right? I picked up one of my one of my clients, and he has a secretary. And I'd only been there a few months, and I was cleaning up his books and, and fixing some issues. And the secretary comes up to me in, in the, I guess you'd call it a lunchroom, the coffee tea area, right? And she comes up to me, and she kind of gives me this weird attitude and this look, and she's like, so... You believe in that prosperity theory, don't you? <laughs> and I was kind of new to all this, and I'm looking at her, I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess so. I didn't even know it was a theory. I didn't know they called it that, the prosperity theory. Uh, so two things. One, <laughs> it's not a theory. And two, it's in the Bible, all over the Bible. Um, it took me a while. I didn't believe it right away, to be honest with you. But God's word never changes. The only thing that changes is your belief system and your willingness to believe God's word. But the sooner you bring God into your finances and into your health and into your business, the sooner you will be successful. One year after asking me if I believed in this prosperity principle, the lady came to me and she asked me for help with her finances. I said, okay, what's going on? She told me, I said, oh, well, do this and this, this, right? She went and did it because she and her husband were trying to buy a house in the $400,000 range. A year later, her credit scores up 100 points. Didn't even take that long. It took about six months and then it just kept getting better and better, right? A year later, she comes to me and her husband's in trouble because he runs his own company. He's a contractor. He wasn't keeping his books correctly. They were trying to get a mortgage. The bank wouldn't even process the loan. They're like, this is impossible. Nothing makes sense. We can't even attempt to process a loan for you to get a mortgage. So I worked with the husband, I called the bank, found out what the problem was, went and cleaned up his accounting system. Three weeks later, they get the keys to their $600,000 home. So this was two years after I started working with her. So you guys, you just have to believe. You still have to do the work. You know, she had to go do the work, he had to do the work. Well, I did his accounting system for him, but you still have to do the work, guys. But you gotta believe, too often, we let God into certain areas of our life, but not the other areas. It's like, mainly because we want control. Like, okay, I'll give you this. You can have my Sunday. You can have my church day. You can bless my family, kind of, sort of. But you're not going to touch my finances because I'm in control. None of us are every, ever 100% in control of our life. <laughs> but the reality is, guys, God can do things for us that we can't do on our own. He can take us places that you and I can't get to on our own. He can soften people's hearts. He can introduce us to people. He can make things happen that we cannot do on our own. One last example is my former pastor before I left California, right? He had come from North Carolina and he and his wife were so happy in North Carolina. It was gorgeous. They had the house, the white picket fence, the two kids in a great school system. They loved their church. They loved their life. Everything was going great. And God spoke to the husband and said, you know, I'd really like you to go to Los Angeles. He spoke to the wife and said, you know, I'd really like you to go to Los Angeles. And she didn't want to go. I mean, L.A. used to be the death land for churches, right? Actually, California has some very, very blossoming 
prosperous churches, but LA especially can be pretty tough. It took, so it took them a year and a half and two years to finally up and make the move, but they did what God had asked them to do. So the first year they're having church service in their apartment. Then it got bigger and bigger and bigger. They rented out the gymnasium at a high school. Then they added two services, then three. So it took about four, maybe five years, and they're just growing and growing. Another church approached them and said, would you please take over our building? Now, mind you, this is two, two sections of property, four blocks from the beach, right? One is for the parking lot is four lots, lots that sell for 1.5 to $5 million just by themselves, right? Four lots for the parking lot, four more lots for the three buildings that they inherited. So this guy, by doing what God said, just inherited somewhere between 10 to $15 million worth of property. And yeah, he's going to have to fix it up and do some things, but he just inherited an incredible building. Why? God blessed him because he was doing what God asked him to do. Now, does he still have his church? Yes. Do they still have a great life? Do they have great friends? And do they have a good school system? Their kids are in the best school system um, possible in Los Angeles. So are they having a great life? Yeah. Did they? Were they scared to leave North Carolina? Absolutely. Sometimes it's scary to make that leap, guys. But they made the leap. They did what God asked them to do. And look at how he blessed them. Can you imagine if you did what God wanted you to do and you got $15 million two to three years later? Amazing. So anyway, <laughs> that's what we call a God thing. When you let God into your life and into your finances, things like that happen. Things that you could, he could never have done that on his own, or it would have taken him 20 years to get there. So if you don't know God yet, get God. He will take you places that you can't go on your own. And well, Another example on another one of my podcasts is one of my mentors took a new business, brand new business, didn't even know what he was doing. Went from zero to 18 million in two years, guys, two years. And he had no clue, he had no vision. He wasn't even sure, he just wanted to help people. He had a vision to know he wanted to help people and he specifically wanted to help Christian entrepreneurs. He had no idea what that was gonna look like. He didn't know the how. He didn't need to know the how. He learned that and developed it as he, he went along. But zero to 18 million in two years, doing something he had never done before. Doing something that doesn't require a lot of hours. Built a great team and they helped run the business for him. Anyway, that's because he listened to God and he brought God into his business and into his finances. Yes, there are some meows going on in the background, sorry. <laughs> so if you don't know God yet, get God. He will take you places you can't go on your own and he'll get you there faster. If you know God, open up your heart and let him into all areas of your life. You guys, there's certain parts of your life that you're, you're not, you need help with and you're afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to ask, no matter what it is. He doesn't want you to lie and pretend it's better or worse than it is. He knows, he already knows. He just wants you to ask him. So join forces with God, guys. When you join forces with God, you become unstoppable. Unstoppable. So be unstoppable live a life of abundance. That's what he intended for you to do. So get God. <laughs> get God and I gotta go feed the cat. <laughs> so God bless you all. Have a good night. Thank you.